With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Ding dong. Meh. <laughs> Welcome to... <laughs> Of episode 42 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, stories, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you use the hashtag How You At You, or you can at us on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started yes so our very first segment per usual is hot topics so this is where Shanice is going to give us a rundown of the hottest K news anything scandalous ridiculous amazing that's happened over the past week or so so Shanice spill the tea yeah so this is actually a request from someone they said hey y'all love the pod can you please 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 talk about the J-Park saga and I just had to do a big sigh because I was telling Shay before we started recording I was so close to not touching this because I just had enough Uh, this is quite funny because I don't know if you remember Shay last week when someone sent in an unpopular opinion about calling idols gods and kings Mm -hmm. you used Jay Park as a hypothetical about him using a lyric or something that had let the like the god or king status go to his head, and look mm-hmm. here we are, full circle. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because I'm actually, as I said, I'm actually sick of it. And if you are, you know, about on K-pop social media, then you you would have seen the array of think pieces on the subject. But for those who are confused, here is a short. Is it short? Let's see. You'll see if it's short. <laughs> here is a version of. The whole J-pop problem. So last week, a music video was released from High Music for the MV to the DNA remix. And it received a lot of backlash due to cultural appropriation. Yay! (laughs) The song is meant to be about being proud of being Korean. But to me and many of my homegirls... It seemed like a a lovely cosplay of what it meant to be quote-unquote black, to be honest. Mm. I saw many braids and array of afros and a lot of gang signs in all across the video. I was like, child, anyway, so... Mm. So after its release, there was a lot of comments and videos and said think pieces about the video. And many people say, you know, if you're proud to be Korean, what's all of this? There was nothing korean about it except for that use rapping in korean and maybe the lyrics were okay mm. but the whole aesthetic of the video yeah um someone said which i'm like oh my gosh yes it does it was given off the vibe of i don't know if you've seen this video when um Aaliyah died right and they had mm-hmm. the whole video of i miss you and there's a scene with dmx and he has like his like posse behind him and he's like saying how much he uses Aaliyah. It was given that kind of vibe. Mm. Yeah, so 
Beautiful. Mm, yeah. Beautiful fountain. <laughs> so, yeah, so after the comments, videos, thick pieces, J Park then decides to write an essay under the comment YouTube comment section. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say I read all of it because I did not, because he uh-huh. lost me after the the first or second sentence when he said something along the lines of rap coming from the black and Latino community. Why are we bringing Latinos into this? Like, what did they do? They never did nothing. This is this is not about the Latino people. Like it's about you offending black people. But yes. anyway, his whole spiel in summary was he speaks about loving hip hop and not meaning to offend the black community, but then in the same breath he says he doesn't see an issue with Asian artists wearing black hairstyles. He then says, and I quote if y'all can fangirl over young Korean dudes with dyed hair, I don't see why we can't fanboy over rappers with face tats and dreads. Mm. Everybody is into what they're into. So let's just love one another and be kind, whether it's on the internet or in person. But sir, we're not going <laughs> around pretending that we're Korean and we're uh-huh. not going around. Um, dyed hair is not associated with Korean culture. Let's, let's start there. What? Okay? And secondly, I'm not I'm not going around saying I'm a Korean boy or a Korean girl, so it's not the same. But it it really isn't the same. Same, and that's a very strange comparison to make. And everyone says this, but as someone who grew up in America, you would have been surrounded by a lot of diversity, and you would know what is and isn't okay. Exactly. Even though I find it really ironic that everyone's like, oh no, it's Korea, they might not know. They have some of the fastest internet in the world, so if they wanted to know, they could find out. Mm -hmm. And him having so much power, and maybe being people's, especially maybe East Asian people, Korean people's first touch point, um, and first interaction with quote-unquote hip-hop, you would want to make sure that you're presenting that in a really respectful way, because now you've just given a ton of other people permission to do what you've done knowing that it's wrong because yeah. i know that some of y'all did not come out the womb with 4c hair None. god did not make that no anyway um he also revealed in his essay that um his pr told him not to post mm. the video but he and the other artists involved still posted it because they didn't want to hide the korean hip-hop culture anyway to end this the video is now <laughs> being put on private mm-hmm and I just want to say shout out to Julie. That's his yes. PR person because she she knew and she tried. And she even tweeted on Twitter that, you know, she tried and people were sending her praises or mm. whatever. There are a few people. She did nearly get in a mini scandal herself because I think the Twitter account that she's now taken over used to belong to her ex that used to be black. So if you do go and search... Um, old tweets there's like some language that mm, should you be oh, using that okay. um, but it was confirmed that she wasn't lying it was an old account that she took over that some people are side eyeing about but that's here or there but you see how Jay nearly got her cancelled like sir you know a funny thing I didn't watch I didn't see any of the music video until it, after it was taken down mm-hmm. like I, I think I must have watched like some re-upload where someone Put like Vietnamese. Yeah, I've only seen clips. I've never seen. I didn't watch thing. it, but after I watched it, I don't know. It's just really peculiar to watch because I don't know what they think they were doing 
they weren't doing anything. And the thing is, okay, the whole song's about you being proud of being Korean. No mm-hmm. one's saying you can't use a hip-hop beat or rap, yeah? But mm. there's so many other ways, aesthetically, you could have done it. Like, um, oh, do you remember that song? It, was like a, it wasn't like a proper song. It was like a joke song where it was like, uh, with the Knowing Bros. With oh, yes, and, and BB was in it. Yeah, they could have went with that vibe. That's very showing exactly. you're very proud of your culture. Even, didn't Little Cherry have a song? Yeah, I see Where she's like, I don't know what she's saying. This girl. <laughs> but anyway, just. Did we ever? But even that video was very aesthetically Korean. Like, mm. there's other things, like, even incorporating traditional Korean instruments into the beat. Something. Exactly. Like, it wasn't giving me, I'm Korean, I'm proud. It was giving me, I'm dressing up as what i think a black person is like mm. but that's what i'm saying on that if you want more details if you want to read his whole essay it's probably still found somewhere you probably could find it on twitter but i've yeah. jay just just shut up stop just, <laughs> just shut up like please don't to be honest don't don't make any music anymore don't make no music just do the ceo thing because you the thing is when you get dragged you're not just solely uh, accountable for yourself. You drag everyone down with you and it's mm. really unfair Exactly for everyone else. Mm. So do what you said that you was going to do months ago where you're going to p- put the microphone down and just focus on the CEO thing. Just, just do that. And you say you love black people and you say you love black culture, but then you're ignorant to certain things when people are like, mm, Jade, that doesn't sit right with us and we black. So we know mm. we live in the skin. You may think you know what we go through, but you will never know because you're not in our skin. It's so odd to be having this conversation with someone that grew up in a very multicultural exactly. environment. Like, not I would understand it more, but I would understand if we were talking about someone who was only secluded to their own culture and never had any contact. But being someone that came from a multicultural environment and having the responsibility that you have in terms of having artists under you that um, are going to use you as an example, but also a really young audience in Korea that's quite impressionable as well, that's going to have a certain impression of what it means to be quote-unquote black or what black people behave like. So I think it's really problematic. Exactly. And the thing is, with these artists that are looking up to you, you're setting them up to fail. Because if you're like, oh, he's he's a he's American man, like he he knows, like I can rock this stuff for you, like you don't have an issue with it. You're basically setting them up to fail. But mm-hmm. that's it. Um, that's there you that. go, child, J Park. Mm. Anyway, moving on to more <laughs> positive news. Oh, child, that took it out of me. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, Park. So June may be yes. joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Are we ready to share him? No, but are we going to? Yes. So on the 15th of June, industry representatives reported that the actor will be starring in the Marvels, which is meant to be the sequel to Captain Marvel. According to reports, he will head to the US for filming in the second half of this year after completing filming for Concrete Utopia, which he is, which he is currently working on. Regarding to the report, Parks of June's agency, Awesome Entertainment, responded with no comment. So it's not even really confirmed yet. 
If confirmed, Park So Joon will be the second Korean actor to star in a Marvel movie following Ma Dong Suk in Eternals. Mm. The Marvels is scheduled to be released on the 11th of November 2022 in the States. So yeah. I'm so excited. Oh my Yay. gosh. I'm not ready. Like if anyone knows me in real life, I love Marvel and I love him. So I'm not ready. <laughs> you better get ready, girl. Hopefully it's probably the it's probably is true, but you know they can't say anything because exactly. you no know, comment. No comment. No comment. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good look. Get your money, get your coins, boy. Yes. Get your coins. I kid you not, every time I see that man in my head, I just hear cha-ching. Because he's on every ad, every show. He's doing the do's, okay? He's setting up his future generations. They're going to be eating good, okay? They will be. You saying eating good made me hungry for some reason. <laughs> anyway. Um, and last but not least, are you? Are you? Not are you. I love are you. Are you on my mind? Wow, not are you. I zone, sorry. Okay. I zone to reform. So on the 19th of June, it was reported that I zone is currently in talks to reunite. Yes, they oh. have just disbanded, which is okay. Uh, with the majority of the members' agency leaning towards the project group getting back together. Mm. However, CGENM, which is Mnet's parent company, clarified that same day that while discussions about iZone's future are ongoing, nothing has been decided yet. A spokesperson said regarding iZone getting back together, we are currently in discussions with the members' agency and leaving open and leaving open a wide variety of possibilities. Nothing has been decided. CGENM also formally addressed iZone fans' recent crowdfunding funding efforts to raise funds for a potential reunion. While the company expressed gratitude for the fans' support, they made clear that even if iZone did get back together, they would not be using the funds raised by fans to finance any future releases by the group. Uh. iZone was formed in 2018 as a temporary group on the Mnet show Produce 48, and they made their official their official debut in October of that year. After promoting together for two and a half years, the group officially disbanded in April this year. So obviously fans, certain fans are excited. There are certain people that are saying, is it really fair for them to come back? Is mm. it a bit unfair to the other produce groups since they didn't get a chance to be an actual group? especially x1 but then there's others that also brought up that uh the ones that who decided x1 should disband were the members and their companies and the mm -hmm. same goes for ioi and 101 so if the members themselves didn't want to continue how is it unfair i get with the x1 thing because i guess when they were meant to debut the whole scandal with produce 101 slash 48 came up about that and then with the IOI and 101 thing like I just feel like because it is a project they knew it was coming to an end I don't know yeah so there's that people are happy but people are unhappy at the same time yeah exactly what are your thoughts and feelings um I did I'm not gonna lie I didn't follow iZone very closely so I mm -hmm. guess I'm not maybe not as attached to the situation I get how fans can feel because I didn't I wasn't even like a one-on-one -on -one fan but I did follow them more closely because I watched that season of the show and mm -hmm. it is quite sad when it all comes to an end so I can see where those fans are coming from but um I can also see why other fans might be upset 
So I think like if they maybe do an occasional project together, like come together for a song or make an appearance together, but maybe not the whole re-embandment. Mm. Is that a word? I don't know. Re-embandment. <laughs> I, think, I think with iZone as well, and I could be wrong because again, same with you, I don't follow them closely, mm. but I feel like with um, IOI and 101, they really had some standout members. Yeah. And I think they're, for example, you had like Kang Daniel or you had Somi at the time. And I feel like their companies really wanted to capitalize off of that. Hence why maybe the chance of them sticking as a unit mm-hmm. wasn't in their forefront. Whereas I feel like iZone is more of a, and again, I could be wrong. I see them more as a unit. So it would make more sense for those companies instead of taking members and creating a new group that no one may not care about. Because even like, for example, with IOI, and you had certain members, you know, start a new group, they could have seen that and see that it didn't really bang or pop how they wanted, how they expected compared to the success that they had in IOI. Mm -hmm. So that's my take on it. I don't know if that made any sense. Yeah, no, I think I get what you mean. Um, yeah, once again, like, I don't know a ton about iZone, but there isn't, like, one member that I recognize all the time. Like, I sort of recognize them as a unit when I do see them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I can get why they might want to bring them back together. But I guess it's just feeling it out, seeing what the fandom will be okay with and stuff. So, fingers mm-hmm. crossed for them anyway. Hopefully, they're all happy with whatever happens. So, yeah. That- with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That was Hot topics, hot, hot topics. If you guys want us to talk about any stories in particular, make sure you use the hashtag HowYouAtYou or you can hit us up on socials at HowYouAtYou. So moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, stories, hot tea and now games. You can send that all to HowYouTea at gmail.com. That's HowYouTea at gmail.com. And Shay, take it away. Thank you. So our very first unpopular opinion for today is, even though some fans are crazy, can we please normalize opposite gender friendships in K-pop already? I agree. Yes. Agree. I do. <laughs> it's it's normal and I feel so in maybe I can understand why sometimes companies will try and hide it or keep fans separate because there are some extreme fans and fan groups that feel as though they own idols and like they don't want them to be of anyone else or interact with other people. But feels that I feel as though that feels a really unhealthy mm-hmm. um sort of um what's the word? I know it can fuel unhealthy like mindsets and yeah. fuel mental issues and stuff because that's not normal. Yeah, and I I think a way that it could be done as well. I kind of miss I feel like SM does it mm. kind of ish, but there's not like 
I feel like groups don't interact with other groups that are under their same label. Yeah, even that I find so weird sometimes. Yeah, I feel like that should happen. And then it could, they could slowly test the waters. I'm, I'm guessing they're, they're probably our friends, genuine friends yeah. in the K-pop industry, but they just hide it because of, you know, they don't want to be seen as they're dating or whatever. Exactly. But I feel like when they do like, either, I miss like those variety, do you remember that variety show called Lionheart? I think it was called. It was it's a about. very old show and they would have like groups from different companies mm-hmm. on all sitting together, all laughing at each other, each other's stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just having that interaction is really nice exactly. to see. And I don't know, it was just normal because mm-hmm. like it's nothing crazy. Like we see glimpses of it here and there. Like sometimes um, like Lisa and Ten, I think a little while ago, they done like a little dance cover together and stuff. But if we just normalize interactions. Yeah. Because I think it's worse when people try and hide things and then their fans find out that they're friends or that they've been hanging out and then it turns into a big thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then I think with that, in way, bring back, if they have start doing award shows like how they used to back in the day where everyone's in the same building, mm-hmm. like genuine reactions and stuff and people not scared to say hi and dance exactly. to music and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. So. We agree. Our next unpopular opinion is when wet, when Western artists can do and say whatever they want and idols have an image to maintain, um, an idol's image can be shattered, whereas a Western artist's image won't be. That's worded really weird. Wait. I think this person's saying that, like, K-pop oh, idols Oh, you read have- it wrong. Wait. Did they I? said, imagine if they, okay, says Western artists can say such do whatever they want, basically. Yep. Idols have an image to maintain. Imagine if idols shaded other groups, how Western artists Girl, I can't read that. Yes. <laughs> I can't read. Um, I'm that would actually crack me up. That would actually crack me up if that idols. That would be funny. Can you imagine? Oh, what did you think of so-and-so? Mm, <laughs> their hair was nice. <laughs> you know, I wish that there was like i don't know if it'd be a podcast or whatever but just like the like k-pop shade room and it would be like <laughs> who would be there like doyoung from nct um what's his name uh there's a few shady girls and i can i can point them out i'd love it it'd be amazing that's funny the thing is yeah western artists do have an image that they have to maintain it's just that it's just packaged differently whereas i feel like the Korean side of things is packaged in a nice little bowl in a nice pretty box but it's basically the same thing it's just that yeah. they're playing different roles um I, I think it's also dependent on what maybe genre the artist is in because there mm-hmm. are some artists that might have like very even in the west that have like very young audiences and they have like a very clean image and they wouldn't be caught doing anything crazy like i don't know just off the top of my head an example is the jojo girl mm-hmm. i thought Did i thought she'd been one? that one i thought she was like 14 forever the girl's like 19 or 18 now but she has mm-hmm. like a certain image to maintain so you probably wouldn't catch her shading someone whereas yeah. in korea you have people maybe like jesse not that she walks around shading people but she <laughs> has more freedom in terms of maybe the way she expresses herself or interacts yeah. with people so i think it's dependent on what line of yeah not line of work but 
what what audience they have in a way i guess we have to compare like k-pop idols to pop stars instead of like mm. the r&b hip-hop stars if you think about western pop stars don't really go around shading each other it's like a rarity true yeah it's usually like you know hip-hop artists or r&b artists that would maybe so but yeah it still be funny though <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, and then our very last unpopular opinion is jay park is actually uh, so embarrassing <laughs> like how can some of y'all still stand him <laughs> as if we refer to point a <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just listen i'm gonna be honest yeah i'm just, I'm just I, I've stopped listening to J-Park a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to unfollow him on things because, like, just some of the things that come out of his mouth is just like, sir, why? Um, yes. I respect his hustle. I respect his business mind. I feel like, as I said before, it's time to unplug the mic, drop the mic, and just do big boy business things behind the scenes girl you he's he's a mature man he should start a family somewhere just start no a family. don't don't start a family <laughs> he's got he's got growing he's got growing to do before he starts True. teaching kids the wrong things because he's already teaching kids that he's under his label that walking around with braids and fake afros is fine so you know what? in his defense sick k actually turned out okay he only flashed his pubes once okay so, but, in his defense. But that's one child out of how many? <laughs> a lot. I said what I said. Yes. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Um, good, good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we also have a dilemma for today. So, Shanice. K pop dilemma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is the first time I've seen this. So, let's see. Okay. So, I have been dating my boyfriend, he's Korean, for a little while now, about three months. And I've realised that he really hates... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Um, I've realised that he really hates K-pop fans. He occasionally talks about how cringy they are and how some just want a Korean opera. And how embarrassed he'd be if I was like a K-pop if I was like K-pop fans, well, I actually really like K-pop and I have been into it for about 10 years now, but I don't think he's ever realized that I am a stan. Should I tell him? And if you think I should, how should I go about telling him? Thanks, girlies. Love the pod, by the way. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. I think she's gonna have to tell you have to, him. You have to tell him because you hiding it seems very suspicious. Exactly, and the longer you leave it, because it's only been three months, I guess. Yeah, the longer you leave it, the worse it will be. Yeah. Start. I how I would do it is I d- I don't know if you guys live together or what the situation may be, but. I don't live together. It's been three months. What am I talking about? Um, well, maybe you do. Maybe that's your vibe. I don't know. I would just if there's like a song you like, if you, if you drive or if you're in a car or whatever, or I would play a song, see how he react. Don't like make it a thing. Mm. Just put a song in the background, 
whatever. He was like, wait, is this K-pop? Yeah, this is a bop. I like this song. Just um, a safety warning. Make sure that song is not BTS because you might get left on the side of the motorway. Just saying. Pick but, but then on the flip side, that might be an easy transition because BTS have crossover. Mm. Do you get what I mean? I, I guess. Either way, it does. I feel like it doesn't matter what the song is. I feel like either way, he's going to be triggered the way that... Mm. I feel like you just have to play music and if he's like he may not notice it at first yeah but then he'd be like i've noticed that all the songs you play are like k-pop songs like what's that what's what's that about and he's like yeah i like k-pop and have a conversation about it because at the end of the day like k-pop has this stigma because of like the minority and it's not just girls going around wanting a Korean man or wanting to be Korean or whatever. Mm-hmm. They just enjoy the music and that's what it is. You know, it's, if you compare it to, well, like, what is something that he likes? Like, I feel like whatever thing that someone likes, there's always that crazy percentage, whether that's anime, whether that's football, whether that's collecting stamps, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's always that small percentage that will make that whole community look like a bunch of freaks so if there is something that he likes you could say well if it is anime for example you like well you know you like watching anime doesn't mean you're obsessed with you know running around like an anime character or (laughs) you do you know what i mean like (laughs) yeah Yeah, i think like find a good middle ground or another way that you can do it if you want it to be a bit more low-key is maybe just compare music that you grew up liking because if you said that you've liked k-pop for over 10 years now mm-hmm. like i guess depending on your age you may have grown up sort of listening to it yeah so you can have like a little throwback session of like oh what did you listen to when you were growing up or i listened to x y and z yeah hmm. yeah good luck but yeah don't don't hide don't hide it from him any longer yeah. because that just makes you seem suspicious don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. And also, guys, if you have any tips for this lovely lady, then uh, use the hashtag how you at you or hit us up on social media. We can like retweet it or repost it or whatever. Be interesting to hear what you guys think as well. Yes. Um, so that was the end of Say What. Remember that you can send us any of your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, or requests to halut at gmail.com or drop us a DM on socials or use the hashtag like Shanice just said. And now it's time for On the Radar. So this is where me and Shanice are going to let you know what we've been watching, listening to, looking forward to. So Shanice, what's on your radar? <sighs> um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Do what's you know wrong? What? I feel like the whole of last week was very consumed with this whole J-Park saga. Mm-hmm. And that's not on my rate. I, I want it off. I'm, <laughs> I've had enough. Good get out. Good now. <laughs> um, okay, I guess I'm really enjoying Bam. Like, they've got seven releases. Like, yes. seven releases. Like, yes. um, Bam Bam's Ribbon Song was really good. And I'm gonna keep it one, honey. I'll keep it. Re- I was very worried about like what his sound would be because mm. when he did like a few solo things with JYP, it weren't bad, but it just wasn't for me. Um, 
But yeah, the whole Robin thing's it's very cute and it's very his vibe and he seems to be having a great time. And obviously Yukium released like his second song featuring Grey. I think it's called All Your Thought or something, which is pretty good. And I love like the interactions on music shows and stuff, which was really cute. Uh so yeah, they've got seven babies. Like, yay. Do <laughs> they're doing things. Yay. <laughs> they're doing things. They're employed. Yay. <laughs> no but it's really good because you know like sometimes especially how quick the turnaround's been if you really think about it like they'll leave a company they will be signed like quite quickly which is fine but then it's like okay so when when are you gonna do something when's the music coming out when when is this person gonna start acting acting or whatever exactly and it's happened quite quickly which is really a really great business move we love it here thank you we love to see it um on my radar i think bam bam's song as well i was like really pleasantly surprised by it and i was like oh i really like this it's really cute um and then i haven't watched it yet but there's that new k-drama sitcom situation yes. with hanmin and young jay from got yes. seven the got seven look baby look at them so i might start watching that it looks really funny apparently there's like a scene where I don't know what Han, um, Hyunmin's talking about, but like he's just talking and then he starts rapping. Um, is it a musical? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but um, yeah, I've seen a few clips. It looks funny, so I might check it out. Oh, yay. Also, another thing um, on my radar that's coming up is G Idol's Soyeon is meant to be having her first solo album. Oh. Even technically, she, I swear she had a solo song before G Idol. If I remember correctly, but we're fine. But yeah, that should be interesting to see what she does. Mm, cool. Yeah. I think actually, extra radar bits. Look at us. <laughs> There's some show that's coming out or something. I think it's going to be on TVN, but don't quote me. And Jesse's meant to be on it, and Kai and some other people. And Jesse and Kai are just not a mix I could ever. I couldn't have come up with that. So that's, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Interesting. Hmm. So yeah, folks, that is it. Boop, 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 boop. Don't copyright Ding. me, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to How You At You. And remember that you can send us any of your unpopular opinions, requests, dilemmas, or ideas to at gmail.com or you can drop us a DM on socials. Yes, and whatever platform you are listening to us on, make sure you rate and leave comments and all that. It really helps us out. Chicas and chicos and chicks. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I've been Shanice from K-Pop Box. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at K-Pop underscore. And I've been Shay from The K-Way. You can follow me on Instagram at TheKWay underscore 100 and then find everything else from there. Yes. And until next time, we will holla at you. Bye. Bye. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.